0: We are now being recorded.
1: Ow. Ow. Hey, don't burn your fingers. I burned my finger.
2: I want coffee. (laughs) I'm coming. We gotta get some blackmail stuff on Terry. Keep on going. Keep on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm coming. Oh well. Now now that you have arrived, we can begin. you can send us an email ats yeah everybody. that's right this is the podcast that sounds funny this is the week of may twenty fourth, two 2022. Season two, show twenty-nine, episode eighty-one. We're getting right up there. Yeah, we are two blind brothers and a blind sister, telling it the way we see it. I am your host Keith, and joined with me today are number two, oh Terry, and number three, Jill. Yeah, <laughs> and when maybe we will have number four on here if he ever. <laughs> decides to not be so stuck up and stuff I don't want to join <laughs> us or the family fun, but no, he's too busy working. Yeah. It's one of those job things like what you always hear about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know allocate, he listens, so he, there we go. Allocate your time. <laughs> anyway, we'd like to open up with a segment we call What's New?
0: Does anyone have a question?
2: could be you reading what you're doing classic family story
1: well i actually
2: have one i'll go first uh-huh. this
1: just happened last night i learned uh we had pizza for dinner one of those from walmart that you get out of the deli and you slip them in the oven and uh-huh. i learned that if you have a towel hanging on your oven don't stand on it when you're trying to close the door
2: <laughs> do you have a towel Oh yeah, okay. I know how
1: they have the towels with the yarn or whatever. Yeah,
2: it hooks onto the handle.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I opened the oven and stuck the pizza in, and then I couldn't figure out why the oven door would shut. <laughs> I was standing on the towel that was wrapped yeah. around the handle. Of the the door. door will close. I was <laughs> like, "What am I doing? What's <laughs> in the way?"
2: <laughs> yeah, you still had your Robo boot on. No, no, no I kicked more it boot off for you. I
1: came home. <laughs>
2: Celebrate celebrating with some
1: pizza, yes, and I don't have to wear the boot anymore to all of our listeners. My doctor, yeah, says I'm
2: well, I still have to get infusions. In fact, I have one happening right now, even as we're talking. Boot gotta, is free as free as the wind blows, yeah, I gotta have those shots until the end of June, probably. Wow, November. rabies shots. Well, <laughs> the middle, the middle towards the end of june somewhere in there like three three weeks into june
1: wow
2: i see a doctor this afternoon to have him check on my poor little tootsie see how it's doing
1: yeah hopefully it's going to be healing up and be all better by
2: june we're in the process of still moving into our new house our contractors are just about done. Terry. It hasn't taken all year to get this far. Like some contractors that some people hire. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, but no, we just have a painting around some trim. And uh, just a couple of odds and end things, I think. And then we've. We started moving a kid in last night, and we've got some beds to move in and dressers and things. We'll probably get busy with that this week coming up. It's the last week of school.
1: Yeah, it's supposed to be rainy all week, nice on the weekend, so here. you have to be moving between raindrops.
2: Yeah, because we have, we have a trailer, but it's an open bed trailer, it's more, meant more for like moving Riding lawnmowers and stuff, not really yeah. household goods. But, hey, we, we got enough stuff in here. We have a workable kitchen with a dishwasher, garbage disposal. And you don't have to do a stair climbers to go to the bathroom. No, no bathroom right there off the master bedroom. And there's Just one of roll, roll over on your side and work real hard. Just about. Yeah. <laughs> you and Robin are loving like, that nice
1: having a bathroom close in the middle of
2: the night. Yeah, you hop out of bed, stand to the foot of the bed, step, step, there's the door. Go and do your business, step, step, there's the bed. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Got a nice shower with two shower heads in there. Get you coming and going that way.
1: Get you clean on both (laughs) sides at the same time.
2: Two people at once, no waiting. Yeah. And of course, a that person that you want to be in the shower with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, another big fat hairy guy. Get out of here. <laughs> uh. Anyway, the the Terry sent something was uh, oh goodness, I am not sure how anything funny. I burned my finger getting <laughs> <laughs> That was I, not funny. I got my hip package. Got lost and they're re-delivering it today. Amazon stuff. You actually ordered something by yourself.
1: Yeah. Well, he had help from the handicapped. Ooh, uh-huh.
2: I could tell all about my big, giant popcorn popper. Oh. You it can eat three, three gallons three of popcorn at a time. I got popcorn right here that I can be eating while we're doing our show. Well, what's up, Mo? What's up? You're I bought a popcorn out. popper. It's about five foot tall. And it's on a cart. And it makes it's a theater grade popcorn food. popper. Yeah, commercial grade popcorn popper. Bought it so we can <laughs> sell pop in our, either one of our store locations or just out uh-huh. running and, down the and, sidewalk. In the summer, when they have homecoming there in town, you can set up a little refreshment stand with a popcorn popper, get your hot dog roaster, get your cotton candy machine ice cream whenever we do a
1: fundraiser like outside of walmart or something yeah. you could bring it along a
2: oh, get a bag of
1: popcorn yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah do it there or outside of my building or i was going to put it on my swimming pool deck and but i don't have no electricity out there <laughs> yeah.
1: well, well your pump. Unplug your pump. You don't need to have a clean pool.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have your electric popcorn popper plugged next to the pool, and some kid learns by another. Just... <sniffs> <laughs> well, I plan I to someday soon to have electricity at my pool. I think that's when my water slide will get built, too.
1: Well, you do have electricity out well, there. You, for you your do pump. have that
2: contractor that's only taken, like, how many years now to put that water slide in? four or I five <laughs> yeah, that or six I can't remember
1: gee I wonder if he, he, he listens to our podcast
2: <laughs> have that slow contract right I oh, got the but, fast ones but I got another listener out there Uh-oh. she works at Amazon <laughs> he
1: was on hold with Amazon too long so he started telling them about our podcast
2: <laughs> <I> started <laughs> doing his a whole music spiel well oh, welcome to the show hope you like it <laughs> check out the back catalog of stuff I was talking to her she's Checking out my order and stuff. And then uh, I was telling her about that. She's, So are you the guy with the beard? And I go, Oh, she wants to look the stuff. <laughs> looked
1: it up right away.
2: Wow. Yeah. yeah. She looked it up on the internet and said, Are you the guy with the beard? And I said, Oh, yeah, that's right. I had a beard. Yeah. I'm the invisible one. <laughs> was, uh, yeah, because you weren't there. We didn't take out a picture for our cover art. Yeah. we just leave it
1: there until we get together get another yeah. picture. Well, well, maybe
2: maybe I could find a our- picture of Jill on the little blue toilet and I could have somebody <laughs> Photoshop it into Terry Keith with Fudcicle with her face. I, have the, I think I have the slide of that on my computer. I'd have to have Terry. I have the slide of it too, but because this is the, the, the slide and it was done by contact uh, printing, it, it doesn't have a very good pixel ratio. So when you blow it up big enough for cover art, it gets really grainy.
1: That's so. okay, because I'm a grainy. <laughs> I'm a granny. And I'm a grampy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I, I took the slide. I had an actual thing. I could put the slide on my scanner and it yeah. had a backlight to it. And then you could scan it in that way. And I think, if you blew it up from the negative from the slide, well, if you was to use a projector and project the slide on, say, on the wall and take a, take a snapshot, that would <laughs> have good resolution then. But because it's right off of the slide, it's so small that when you blow it up, it pixelates. Anyway, we have enough of all that uh, opening comments.
0: <laughs>
2: the
1: bunny um, trail, you guys went.
2: <laughs> Hippity hoppity, yeah. <Now> hold still. <laughs> Stop struggling. <laughs> Well, uh, we'd like to just transition into a new segment we call Random Stuff. And uh, we need to have a spin a wheel here or, or something and pick a number between one and four. It's
0: two. All right,
2: two. I can get it. Wow, they cheat. <laughs> It's not
1: I love chooser between one and four. <laughs> yeah.
2: Anyway, uh, it wasn't the one that uh, I wanted to do, but uh, <laughs> we have some uh, ask the host anything uh, question. Hey, Keith, we don't know any difference. <laughs> uh, um, what is your favorite time of the day and why?
0: That happens to be one thing I don't have to worry about.
2: Nap time. <laughs> and why? All day. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you like to have those all, all day me. nap times, yeah. I slept uh, I sleep all day, sleep all night. I don't know what's wrong with me. Sleep your life away. I don't like to do that, actually. <laughs> Maybe it's oh. a depression. Oh no.
1: I like to be awake. I like Tuesday mornings at nine o'clock when we start podcasts. Yeah, because uh, it's fun. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, mornings are usually my best time of day because I'm up, I'm alert, I'm ready to go. Coffee
1: and, in the morning.
2: Yep. But by the time lunchtime hits, I'm really okay in the afternoon, but not quite as with it. And then after that, I'm like, I'm I'm done. I'm just done.
1: <laughs> <coughs> Been up long enough. The day needs to be ended, so I go to bed. <laughs> start it all over the next day.
2: Oh, there is that one. Favorite time of the day. I like to do the podcast, too. That's fun. It's fun. Gives us something to do. I didn't like Sundays because American Idol was on, but it's over now. No. Nah. Well, what is one career that you wish you could have?
0: Well, I give up, but I'm just sort of
1: on easy. I always thought it would be fun to work on a cruise ship. Oh yeah, uh, I don't know what they're called, but like the entertainment, uh, the activity director, the, not to be yeah, not to be the entertainment, but to set up the entertainers, yeah, to so, put on the
2: schedule and yeah, get the acts lined up and the shuffleboard tower and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, activity director, that's right. Yeah. Get and the see up and on the a cruise ship coat. and see all the, <laughs> you know, the islands and things. That'd be neat to do.
2: Yeah. La, la, la. I, I'm sure, as the crew, you, you wouldn't be able to to see those tourist attractions as much as the people would. The but, cruise uh, directors, like whatever the title might be, the love. Yeah. Boat. So the what, I what, would, just
1: to to look at it from the boat would be neat to oh, from yeah. the ship. Yeah.
2: But hey, you don't work all the time, and maybe yeah. you could spend one of your vacation times checking out those islands or something, or have a day off. You know. Anyway, what's Terry's career, that his dream career that he would like to be doing? Oh, uh, I don't know. To run Fantasy Island. <laughs> <laughs> the plane, the plane.
1: <laughs> you wouldn't want to be Tattoo?
2: <laughs> no, the, the other guy. What was, what was it? Rourke. Yeah, Mr. Rourke. Rourke. Yeah. Ricardo Montalban. They have a, re- a reboot of that show, but it's two women. Yeah. I, I heard they rebooted it, but I didn't know it was two women. Yeah, season one's out there on Sam Dad, I believe hmm. but, I, I, I thought that they rebooted it and it came back kind of like a dark a darker kind mm-hmm. of a fantasy island
1: yeah always, the movie was that way it was uh,
2: kind of I always thought about I don't know be a rock and roll singer yeah, no. oh there we go yeah I, I, I always, you know, if it was a dream career, I always thought, you know, being a, like a movie actor or something, or to have a successful TV show. Be right That'd those. be fun, I think. But I don't know yeah. if I really like it all that well, but. It would it, right. be nice to tell you're too famous and you can't go nowhere.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everybody nice. knows you, and then you're being chased. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hey, you look like that guy. Oh, I'm not him. too. somebody. <laughs> and because you're blind, you can't run from the crowd. Ah, <laughs> yeah. You just have an entourage. Get me out of here. <laughs> hey, I, 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 I. You'd be like Dave Chappelle. People would be attacking you on the stage. Get him off the subject. <laughs> I, I, I just remembered this here, just off the subject here. Uh, that is just a gym dandy. Uh, um, that um, I found out one reason why. We probably can't find that one song, uh, uh, "Blind White Cane" rap. was that? Why? Okay. Because in the in the they might have pulled it off of YouTube because of the fact that they mentioned the Indiana School for the Blind is where you'll find me. Somebody, all the school had to do is complain about that because they mentioned the name of the organization. Well, I you know people don't always leave videos up forever, and whoever put it together, probably pulled it down, whether yeah. it was the school or, or the kids that produced it. Right. But I get a feeling that, feel that every year the graduating class puts together their own unique song and they probably pulled down. Maybe. It saying, I was just saying, that that just clicked in my head when talking about rock and Rockin' saying being too famous for their... They'd have to be crazy to try to get rid of me. I'm the greatest thing since rubber gloves. Huh. But they might have got too famous and so they pulled it off, I do What's the money for it? All right. Well, here's another question. Yeah. If you could choose any person from history to be your imaginary friend, who would you pick and why? Right.
1: Oh, he was so sweet to his wife, always telling her how lovely she looked. Mm-hmm.
2: Huh. An imaginary friend from history. So somebody Force who's somebody who's dead. Forrest gump. Oh. Well, he—he's uh, <laughs> not from history. Like, he's an imaginary character.
1: Well, he's not real.
2: <laughs> uh, Am I knocking? Like, like Ben Franklin or?
1: God, that's hard. Huh. Dave
2: Lincoln or David Crockett or uh, Jesus or <laughs> Queen Elizabeth <the laughs> first not, not the current one. <laughs> She's not dead yet. She's not dead yet.
1: Not yeah, gosh, that's hard. I don't know. I I can't. I guess bring I would have to say,
2: bring back Methuselah. <laughs> uh, there we go. Uh, now that would be interesting, imaginary friend. Uh, Adam, uh, Adam. <laughs> Adam. There we go. Was like, <laughs> what was it really like to? Talk Do you, to you really snake? have a belly button? <laughs> no, Did they the don't snake really talk. Buttons. Was it really an apple? Was it really a fig leaf? That's a Big leaf. I thought it'd be bigger than that. <laughs> I've never really been into imaginary friends. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't know. But least for sure. I mean, there's it's hard to say. There's a lot of interesting people in history. Right,
1: that's what I'm thinking. But imaginary friend, I, I would want somebody entertaining. So I'm thinking maybe you know, somebody fun, to funny, play with. Somebody probably, like, like know, not maybe. Job. <laughs> not Job. No, <laughs> sorry, Job. <laughs> Somebody fun Robin Williams was always funny, so maybe him is who I would pick.
2: Yeah. Uh, Who knows? I don't know. I I don't really have an answer on that because uh punch him in the the head. Say you're an idiot. What'd you kill yourself for, stupid? (laughs) (laughs) Now who is this man? Well, uh if you could have someone follow you around all the time stalker like a personal <laughs> assistant what would you have them do oh come on kids
0: what would i have them
2: do if you if you had someone to follow you around all the time like a personal assistant what would you have them do
1: clean up all the messes that i make behind Ooh, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cook me cook for I, me and i dropped you. an egg on the
2: floor and stepped on it can you pick it up for me <laughs> Refer back to a couple episodes ago. Yeah. I can't close the oven door. Can you get it for me?
1: I was <laughs> standing on the towel.
2: <laughs> I dropped the soap in the shower. Can you? Oh, never mind. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of things. I mean, just... well, seeing as how I do have a personal assistant that follows me around everywhere, it's called an iPhone and voiceover. It reads to me all the time. <laughs> Does all of my reading <laughs> <No>. <laughs> sometimes too much? But no, I think Jill's on something. If, if you get an actual person that can right. follow around, it's just someone to, to lend a hand like, can you pick this up or plug this in? Or work, I, I dropped my pills, can you help me find them or something like that? Yeah, but right. well, that's what you know, I figured it'd be that's what that. Uh, well, let's now, do if one. Were, if you were rich and famous, you'd have plenty of people that would be doing. it. <laughs> we'll you do would do one more.
0: Pay. Oh my yes! I've just been going around like a chicken with his head cut Okay.
2: Who was your childhood actor slash actress crush when you were a kid? What movie star was you like? He's so dreamy. I going to smooch her poster forever.
3: <laughs> now you stop that! Oh, okay, <laughs> but it's so seldom I ever get a good laugh at your expense.
2: Oh, I know
1: who you guys are going to say. You had a poster of her in the basement. Farrah Fawcett. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah we
2: had that Farrah Fawcett poster. I guess that would that would count. I spent many nights holding it up with one hand. <laughs> well, there's the rest of it. <laughs> 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 Um, well, that was that was be What at what age? There you go. Because at different yeah, what age? I mean, at yeah. different ages, heck. Uh, I mean, it the, could have been the, ooh, the Brady, but oh, Cindy Brady, <laughs> Cindy Brady, from Bonnie Brady
1: Osman.
2: <laughs> you know, and uh, I don't know, Melissa Gilbert. I don't know. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> A little house on the prairie. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: She's all grown yeah. up now. She's like our age.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. She's probably in her 50s for sure. Yeah.
1: If Terry ever catches up on his People magazine, one of these real recent ones had an article about her in it.
2: Oh, yeah. But he's so, going yeah. back in April. <laughs> There's some random stuff about Meet the Hosts.
0: Patterns by Avon reflects a new kind of world,
3: happening now,
0: all around you. Avon's Patterns is a new fragrance in collectible forms. New colors in transparent lipsticks. Patterns. Avon's newest beauty fashion is as alive and fashion and forward-moving as you. Ask your Avon representative about the new fragrance and colors in patterns. They keep happening right along with your world. Terry hogan Sleep, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something, we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and cologne. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com front T Hogan-Helpsley. Sleep. is... Front slash, T H O G A N H E L T S L E Y. Thank you.
2: So now it's time to move on to news. And probably Terry should be off. I know he has a whole bunch of stories. I only have. Two yeah. Three-
1: yeah,
2: me too. In fact, oh, i got to find him while you're, while you're telling here. <laughs> I've got a woman in Lake Tahoe, California. A woman heard rumbling and scratching under her house. Well, oh, I guess I could start off with the story first. The headline, I mean. The headline, it says... Woman finds five bears living under her house.
1: Well, now I know what the rumbling is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Where does he pay you? Are you getting decent wages?
2: And they had been hibernating under her home, wow. winter time, and they came out. She heard the uh, animal. She told animal rescue that they were she was just thought she was imagining it um, I don't know if she's on a trailer but she could feel like the floor moving and it's like really and so earthquake. <coughs> and there was a mama bear and who came out a big bear came out stretching and yawning and she came out and then she was followed by four little babies hmm. four baby bears and the uh the baby bear. I think they just came out and went she watched them come out from under the house and they all rolled around in the yard a little and they went off into the woods. While they count counted them. <laughs> one one <laughs> baby bear. Two, two baby bear. <laughs> I think the last one was called Goldilocks. I don't know. <laughs> it, it was it was a honey bear, a golden bear. <laughs> <laughs> That's at the end of that one. That's that story.
1: Well Should then I'll go next. And my one. first story is about two goats that got picked up in Philadelphia by for causing mayhem in the streets.
3: Kind of a jerk, am I anyhow?
1: And they said this hey, incident him took place just before 4 a.m. Why were these goats out at 4 in the morning? I don't know.
2: <laughs> they were the greatest of all time, goats. <laughs> these goats,
1: up. I had to do this one here because the goats' names were Jack and Jill.
2: What? Well, isn't that nice? So what were you doing out there, Billy Goat and a Jelly Goat? <laughs> or Nanny Goat I guess would be.
1: Yeah, we were going up the hill with these
2: yeah. goats. You're looking and for there's... that pail of water to crown him with. Bam, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> you keep bugging me. You masher, you <laughs> Uh
1: There's a video of the police officer trying to wrestle or herd these two goats into his police car to return them home. Because they were uh, reoccurring. Offenders, I guess, and he knew where they lived, two or three blocks down. Repeat the street. offenders,
2: and them drunken goats. Yeah, <laughs> getting their reputation out there.
1: Yeah, but uh, the cops caught them and returned them. So hopefully, the farmer was woken up to make sure that they stayed in their pens or whoever they yeah. keep escaping from.
2: That but old McDonald had that funny. farm. He didn't have no goats. E I E I O. Yeah. there a coach. I guess so. Yeah, what's the matter?
1: What you talking about? Uh, E-I-E-I-O. That farmer, he needed to put up a better fence.
2: Well, I have a, a story about... Um, what's it say? An angry fast food customer. Uh-oh. It seems like we had one of these not long ago where a woman at KFC called 911 one over the wrong order. <laughs> well, this oh, time... Yeah. It's a woman at McDonald's had the wrong order, flips out, and a nine-one-one call is made. Uh, in a, uh, well, I'm gonna, I got to, lost my note here. Where would he go? There we go. This is actually from Fox News. This was actually made the, I guess, regular news headlines. It wasn't just an odd story. Um, but uh, in Pope County, Florida, the sheriff said a 22-year-old woman became mad over a McDonald's order, called 911, threw condiments on the floor, and twerked on her way out. She was twerking it. I, I, I won't get into the full article, but basically she showed up, and as happens sometimes, your order's wrong. But she just literally freaks out and starts tearing the store up, shouting at everybody. And I thought they was going to say that the employees called 911 on her, but no, nope, she called 911 to report the employees gave her the wrong order. Oh, uh, and she says, "I'm a I'm a pregnant woman, and you do this." To-. It's like there we go, right there, pregnant woman hormones. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mess with pregnant mama bears out there because they will tear right? you up and twerk on the way out.
1: <laughs> goodness, it does happen. People, be patient with these workers. <laughs> It's they a little to be sure, but yeah. They're humans too. People make
2: mistakes. Who are you anyway? Matt Dillon. Yeah. Well, that's all I got on that one. Keeping it short. Yeah. I have a sh- one. Why didn't you say so right away? You didn't give me a chance, but I'm telling you now. And uh, a woman, Gail. I lost her name. let go call her Gail. Um, a, a Longhorn Steakhouse employee was awarded the Golden Chef's Award after she earned the Guinness Book of World Records. She had cooked one million steaks. Why do you dislike me so? Wow, and it, that's okay. that's a lot of cows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In a 20-year 20-year um, uh, employment. Oh, uh, it took her 20, 20 years. years. Okay. Right. Yeah, I was just going to ask how much time did she do this? In 20-year was... time span, it okay. she did 1 million states. <laughs> and she got a check for $5,000. Hmm. And uh, so she must work at Golden Corral to get that golden steak, huh? It, well, see, the Golden uh, Chef's award. Oh, yeah, Golden Chef, I mean, <laughs> it was at the Longhorn Steakhouse. Ah, uh, should have been Golden Corral. It'll be more funnier. <laughs> That's just a short story. I don't like know but...
1: who was counting those million steaks for over 20 years. with yeah. somebody sitting there counting?
2: One, one completed <laughs> steak, two, two completed steaks. <laughs> well, you know, on a, 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 a Typical cow weighs about a thousand or eleven hundred pounds, and you get about uh, close to a thousand pounds of meat off of it. And out of the a uh, thousand pounds of meat, about a hundred pounds typically is steak. The rest of it's used for you know, hamburgers and other stuff. So that's a lot of cows. <laughs> well, that's not quite fair,
0: Lois. Well, maybe it isn't. <laughs> those,
2: are ones, those are the ones that didn't get away. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> So back on Jill, is that?
1: Yeah. My next story is a woman videos an otter chasing a coyote away.
2: The heartstrings of memories strike a tender chord. <laughs> Can you imagine Can the cute a little with otter. sign? <laughs> I'm not a rabbit <laughs> or a roadrunner, I mean. <laughs>
1: And then I think the next weird thing is she was out walking her cat when she seen this happening. Who walks their cat? Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, walking uh, the cat. Got this coyote I guess an otter. the coyote got too close to the otter's uh, den or whatever they live in. And so the otter, mommy otter was very mad because she must have just had babies and hmm. chased that coyote down the street.
2: The roadrunner lives over
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> go. Go get him. Yeah, but I thought that was funny. To see. It had to have been hilarious to see an otter chasing a coyote and a woman walking
2: a cat. Yeah, yeah hilarious to see a woman walking her cat. I'm oh, like, who does that? Yeah,
1: that's something you don't see very often. <laughs> Come on, Fluffy. Hook you up. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go for a walk.
2: <laughs> and the cat's like, yeah, just carry me.
1: Right, That's
2: scary. All right,
1: you want me to walk? Are you crazy?
2: You walk, and I get carried. Out. That's how we work this thing.
1: Yes, definitely. Yeah. But that was all there was to so that. sway it was really short.
2: Well, let's see if I got me another one here. A nearly eight thousand year old skull is found in a Miss Minnesota river.
0: Unhand me,
2: sir. And I can't get this link to open up. But as I recall from reading the article, uh, some people were fishing or something in this river. They found a skull, and they thought it was from a recent crime, so they turned it over to the cops for uh, you know CSI or whatever kind of investigation. Yeah. But whenever they examined it, they found that it was nearly eight thousand years old. Uh, which is not, it's kind of a cold case, I think, that time,
0: <laughs>
2: but they, they determined it was, uh, from an ancient Indian civilization. So they returned That's what and,
1: happened to the Mayans. <laughs> yeah.
2: They returned the skull fragment back to the local Indian tribe for them to do what they need to do with it.
0: We can't leave that poor crippled girl alone. Wow. Interesting. Well,
1: that's crazy to think that something had to been down there to stir that up after all those millions or
2: however many no, years. Eight thousand years it says. So. Eight thousand years. That's like the if you count Bible time, it's like close to creation there. Wow. <laughs> close to the time of Adam and Eve. So you know, but if you count the way science counts it, eh, not not quite that old, but. Whatever. wasn't
1: big enough to be a caveman because I always picture them with a the big Fred Flintstone. Well, it it head. was a
2: skull fragment. It wasn't the whole <laughs> oh, it was a, a whole uh, skull. Okay. Anyway, another kind of a quickie short one there, but that, that's all I got. I didn't bring a lot of news this time. I have a quickie short one too. Yeah. <laughs> in Mansfield t- School District, Texas, in a graduating class, they had a record, thirty-five sets of twins. Well, I'll be dang! Funny. And one set of triplets gradually. Wow! That was that the whole class. class. <laughs> 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 thirty-five sets of twins. That's like sixty people.
1: Yeah. 70 people and then triplets. Their class was 73 people. <laughs>
2: uh, and that was, uh, I think their parents, I think it was, uh, oh, what was it called? Uh, I think their parents' name was In In Vitro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fertile Myrtle. <laughs> Myrtle
2: I just wonder how many of those were, you know, real and not in vitro, you know.
1: Huh. Right. Must be something in the water. <laughs> That's what always say. Yeah,
2: well, you got any more news, Terry? I, I know I don't.
1: I don't have any more. You can tell <laughs> another one if you want.
2: Oh, I got 20 or 30 more stories. Well, <laughs> lay another one on us here. Um,
0: well, I've had enough.
2: An Oklahoma couple get married upon a Southwestern airline flight. Oh, they had their wedding right there on the airplane. They I had a
1: captive audience. Their,
2: their flight was canceled going to Las Vegas and they were, they're from Oklahoma and they were going to fly to Vegas and their flight was canceled. And so they, uh, they, they decided to travel in their wedding attire because that way they could get there and get married and you know, already be dressed. They were just going to be all ready for that one. Right. The, they arrived at Dallas-Fort Worth Airport to catch a connecting flight to Vegas. But then after multiple delays, their flight was canceled. A fellow passenger named Chris was traveling as well. It overheard them. Discovered, oh, overheard them with all their, uh, what's it called? Their misfortune, and he happened to be a uh, ordained minister, and he went yeah. to perform the uh, wedding ceremony, and they got the last, the last three seats available on Southwestern Airlines to, to, to go they took a ride sharing cab to the airport from one airport to the other mean from either. They probably went into Dallas DW and they went to love field. And then, uh, then uh, the pilot noticed that the woman was wearing a wedding gown and they explained their story to the captain, of the airplane And he said, Why don't you just get married on the flight?
0: Well, there ain't nobody else gonna feel sorry for me. I may as well do it myself. Yeah.
2: And so she said they just said, Let's do it. And so then the crew decorated the passenger area with toilet paper for streaming. (laughs) (laughs) They used tissue paper. Come on. They used (laughs) peanut peanut packet packets taped together. For a sash, for for the minister,
0: mm.
2: the, the flight attendant Julie stood in as the maid of honor, and there was a professional photographer that just happened to be on the plane as well. <laughs> How convenient!
1: Well, I hope the pilot wasn't the best man. Somebody needs to
2: fly that plane. <laughs> 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 then. Uh, well, they had a minister with them, but then you know. So yeah,
1: but he needed a best man.
2: Oh well, and then it says then they passed around a, a notebook for everybody on the plane to sign it for a guest registry. Yeah, right. and right. Uh, and their seat numbers, hmm. and uh, they that sounds almost like a contrived or planned or something. That how convenient they like, have a. Just happened to have a minister over here, a, a couple dressed in their wedding clothes talking about So, anyway, if it was, it's, it was done pretty well, sounds like. Yep. Yeah. All oh, fell into place. And they still had the honeymoon in Las Vegas. <laughs> Hopefully, they didn't
1: start it on the airplane in the bathroom. <laughs>
3: <laughs> they
2: could have did it, it all over them. again with Elvis as the preacher.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's what you do there, right? Yep.
0: Navy airmen found a very unique way of returning empty bottles which had contained Japanese beer. And the Nips got quite excited when the bottles were dropped on the decks of their ships. Pilots of 15 marine scout planes dropped the bottles at night to trick Jap gunners into firing and revealing their positions. Then United States PT boats scurried in close and unloaded their deadly ten fish by the light of Jap gunfire. And that's not all you can do with a bottle of beer. After it's empty, of course, on the Russell Islands, the Marines use them as insulators for communication and power lines.
2: Well, we probably should get moving along and switch gears into some weird words. Weird
0: words. Oh
1: yeah, I gotta switch my. We have to take I a, a pee this time, right?
2: <laughs> time to take a pee. Oh, no, we gotta pee. We gotta go pee. Pee words. I already went before I started recording, so I'm good. <laughs> So, what is our
1: up to reading the OED? Everybody shut up. Okay. Our first word is painstaker.
2: Painstakers?
1: Painstaker.
2: That's what happened to all those cows that woman cooked cook the steaks. <laughs> they were painstakers You cooked them right I'm up. I've heard the word, but I don't. I don't know. I don't. Well, see, painstakingly, like, like you, take, you observe up to every detail. You're, you're, you're cleaning house, and you painstakingly get every crevice and nook and cranny. So you're someone who oh, pays attention to details. They shortened that one the OCD. Okay. Yeah, so somebody yeah. who has OCD. <laughs> that would be a good way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah, it says a person that takes pains. Great pains
2: to do stuff Yeah. yeah. Attention to detail. Sadomasochist. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure they have their pain sticking in what they do. Yeah, in a different way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Our next word. <laughs> is, <laughs> is paleolatry.
2: The study of early old trees. <laughs> like that's a paleontologist studies dinosaurs, you study dinosaur trees where you pick the dinosaurs <laughs> off. Oh, I thought that's when you put that white paint on the bottom of the tree trunk. Oh yeah, <laughs> the white well, tracks the trees. <laughs> hey, hey, hey.
1: Uh, hey, hey. <laughs> we could say you got it right, but it's not really tree. It just says. Excessive reverence for that which is old.
2: The study of old stuff. Study of just
1: old stuff. (laughs) Could be study of anything old.
2: You're gonna study me? Yeah. Uh, Anything old. It's old dinosaur (laughs) poop.
1: Our next word is Panergic.
2: What? Say it again.
1: Panergic.
2: Panergic. When you, what, er, er, ergic sounds like ergonomic, like energy or working. So you're putting your your kitchen pans to work by cooking up a big meal (laughs)
1: of a million steaks. (laughs) (laughs) Of a million
2: steaks. (laughs) Put them pans to work. I mean, pan is also like, it means like all or everything. So it's maybe any kind of work, uh, all all kinds of work. Any guesses, Terry? Oh, goodness. Panergic. Say the the word again. Panergic. Panergic. I'm allergic to the pan.
1: Oh, there you go. (laughs)
2: Allergic to the pan. And in Latin, pan means bread. Panaceo. Yeah. Or Peter. Uh, Pant. You're allergic to Peter Pant. I'm allergic to you. Get away from you, little fairy. <laughs> uh,
1: well, this word
2: means.
1: Ready for anything.
2: Uh, okay. Uh. So be good word, good day. word.
1: Our next word is... Okay,
2: now here's the deal. i I'll try to educate you.
1: Crack me.
2: Crack <laughs> you on the head. Crack you Prack on the knee. Crack me. Crack you on your ankles and you can wear a booty me. <laughs> 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 gonna Crack me. We're going to crack you. That's like a... Not just crack, it's curack. Crack. <laughs>
1: Correct me. Yeah, why you really good. Correct
2: me, or correct me? Not my bad. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm out of guesses. Huh? Well, this Find word, <laughs> if I die,
1: okay. Gonna you with the this word, I guess you could use when you have old vegetables the point of which one's prime is passed.
2: Uh, you passed your freshness date. Yes.
1: <laughs> Expired or whatever.
2: <laughs> uh, best used if done by this date. No, I'm corrected. Correct me. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you learned the definition of nouns and prepositions. Later a your mission. And that's why
1: I think been- Our next word is petrizate.
2: Petrizate. You have eight peter pans, <laughs> eight jars of peter pan peanut butter, and I'm going to eat them all.
1: Petrizate.
2: Petrizate. So, like maybe a petri dish, you're going to, you're going to uh, become all covered in fungus for the petri dish. I don't know. My friend. Petra, she ate all the food.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, Petra, oh, you big cow. We're, we're stuck <laughs> on
2: eating stuff, so I don't know. <laughs> Where's her at?
1: Trisate. <to> <laughs> it means to take after one's father.
2: Oh, okay. Like Peter, pa- Like patronize or no oh, father, yeah, okay. We get it now. <laughs> oh, we knew that one. Yeah, we knew it. We knew that one. we up, yeah. We knew all of them. <laughs> the
1: next word is P that grab. You know <laughs> What's that? P jurist. P jurist.
2: P jurist. That's when you when you pee on the jury but Yeah, you have a jurist. It's not even
0: anymore. You're
2: just P-jurist. gonna you, you're to pee pee them off. Yeah. <laughs> let's
0: it see with, this ride, word. Ride With,
2: with hiss them off, but it's not that word. <laughs> P jurist. Hmm. Well. <laughs>
1: This word means one who thinks the world is getting worse. Oh, it is. Oh. Peagerist.
2: So we're, we're, we're a peagerist, all right, because the world's not getting any better. Right. <laughs> that the world, dang it.
1: Our right, next word is...
2: Like I could kill
1: Peristaronic. Peristaronic.
2: Wow, Peristaronic. Peristaronic. It's not like a dance move.
0: Huh. <laughs>
1: yeah, but like, show you know, us like, how to do this like, dance like move. Like
2: lobamba, you know, do the lobamba, do the peristeronic. Hmm. Yeah. Um,
0: hmm.
2: This how, word how, means... how ironic. We don't know what Peristaronic is. You
0: better slow down And use the right pronoun hey, hey, So the world you're a no clown Yeah, there
1: you go <laughs> <laughs> You
2: better this tell one, us
1: It means suggestive of pigeons
2: Pigeons?
1: Pigeons
2: Everybody's give a pigeon ah, That's perseronic <laughs> Wow there, that, I can't believe it worked for that <laughs>
1: Well, here's another one for you it is
0: it say you got an I-T, by oh.
1: Petricure. here it's no, not it's pedicure. not a
2: pedicure it's a pedicu for your pets <laughs> it's a pedicure for your pet. Get your hamster out of the beauty shop. Put his nails
1: out there. do <laughs> his fur and his nails.
2: How's that pronounced? In the word again, Jill. Patrick. Let me go back. Petricus. No, Patrick Cure. Pedicure. Your, your father's getting a pedicure because they're Petra <laughs> Petra's eight. Pedicure. Petricure. This one, when, when your dad gets his nails done.
1: I would guess like a taxidermy, but that's not it either.
0: A word
1: before it's my but uh, this word means the pleasant smell of grass, rain on the grass.
2: Well, there's a word for that. Who knew? <laughs> Who, would <have> <laughs> Who would have thought there was a word for that? Well, that's really a I smell water on the grass. I'm going to make up a word. It's petrichor. <laughs> yeah, because I think of man. I, I man, somebody's cutting their grass. I can smell fresh cut grass. You got You can, gotta come you, with the you can smell inside. the petrichor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's make up a word for that one. Uh, grass.
1: Okay, this next word is one of those ph words. Okay, now here's some more. Syntax always thinking. So it starts with a P, but it sounds like an F. And it is philodox.
2: Philodox. It's like reading Braille. You feel the dot, And I feel the doc. Well, docs is, I think, it relates to teaching or something like that, or glorified something. You're, you're you're feeling uplifted uh, uplifted
1: person dream. this word means
0: no. X and um,
1: a person in love with his own opinions
2: oh wow yeah I can think of a lot of people who that <laughs> one <laughs> Our full next word, you guys are gonna like this one too. But I don't
0: want your drum.
1: You really it's piss a press.
2: So every uh, you, you sleep on your pistol on under your mattress and you press it, you're, you're pressing your pistol. Pistol press. Piss-a-press. This one actually, if you list the words huh. there,
1: "piss oppressed," <laughs> it kind of explains itself.
2: You're 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 holding pissed back off your at brain. being oppressed. People are oppressed <laughs> you, so you're pissed off at. Right. You're holding back your urine. Yes. Oh yeah,
1: there you got it right. Piss <laughs> oppressed actually <All> right. means. <laughs> the- Just <keep> a mind <laughs> Holding in of urine.
2: <laughs> wow, well, well, that word
1: was kind of funny. I had to. Th- use that's it. me
2: every morning. That's why I wake up. So, <laughs> so I just stop being that. My next
1: word is pot.
2: Everybody, shut up! Pot
1: fury, and I think this is our last word. Pot yeah. fury.
2: Pot, pot fury,
1: pot fury.
2: It's whenever you're at the kitchen table and you say, "Pass me that pot. I'm hungry for the beans." You're, you're, <laughs> you're, passing the pot. Pot. Pat. Pass the pot. Or marijuana. Oh, there we go. Don't bother go with that joint, Terry. Do you know what, <laughs> what they say? I don't know. I heard that somewhere.
1: <laughs> pot fury.
2: Pot puree. Well, puree is yeah. like it's sitting on your blender, right? Puree. It's like smells like pot. You, you take in your pot and you put it in the blender to puree so you can make some special brownies. Like potpourri. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> make <a> puree. <laughs> potpourri. It's puree, so your house smells like pot instead of like fancy herbs and stuff. Yeah. Oh.
1: This word here means excitement or anger from drunkenness.
2: <laughs> so you're so excitable drunk. You're a yeah, I'm try, pop, I suppose you could probably you.
1: have pot fury from smoking too much pot too. Yeah. Anything that messes up with your uh, ability to think straight.
2: Yeah. So while you're inebriated, you lose your judgment, basically. <laughs> yeah. What?
1: And that's all my words. Well, <laughs> Tune in next week. We'll be excited to hear Q. <laughs>
2: Some Q, those are a bunch of Q words, I bet ya. <laughs> I bet not. Yeah, probably not.
1: I you'll think have, to make,
2: some I have to mix them up. Oh, you'll be
1: surprised. <laughs> I already looked ahead. <laughs> oh, boy. Now, Mr. John, there's the low downest, meanest man I ever seen in all
2: my born days. Well, well <laughs> while we're looking ahead to next week, let's look ahead to Terry's top 10. Yeah.
0: Top ten. It's one. <laughs> top
2: ten. Top ten list of things that robots can do now. Oh. Robots can now, number 10, play live music. I'm sure. They can play live music and they don't get sweaty. <laughs> they don't sweat. Yeah, robots tend to not sweat. Yeah. Might give them rusty parts if they did. They could be up there jamming on their guitars, running around the stage. Doing stave diving, yeah. Oh, but they have to be programmed. I'm sure they just can't ad lib it. Number nine. Ow. They can kill tumors. Kill yeah. tumor. Kill the tumors. The tumor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that would make sense. Using robots to treat cancer patients and stuff. They have nan- nanobots they can put inside of your body. Oh, tumors like the fantastic foliage. Huh? Okay.
0: Shrink
2: shrink down the robots with the Honey I Shrunk Kids device, you know? Yeah, they go up in the bloodstream. Where's that my <laughs>
0: And
2: number eight. Robots can play rock, paper, scissors. I can't believe that. A waste <laughs> of time, but I can't believe that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they can also play tic tac toe. Make a what? They can also play tic tac toe. Oh, yeah. And uh, the uh, number seven. Robots can assemble IKEA furniture. <laughs> well, I'm glad really? somebody can. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and some humans struggle with it. Robots can put it together. Remember- In Dubai, they have robot police officers. Oh, oh. Robocop. Cop. Robocops. Android are you're coming with me. Not sure where Dubai <laughs> is, but it ain't in this country. It's in uh, one of the Arab countries, I think, or India. India or, or one of the Arab countries. But they're only used to report crimes. They're not out there like, shoot uh, people. Not like a RoboCop or not? No, dang it! Well, they're like how they re- retuned up RoboCop, and he was really pr- polite and friendly, I guess. Uh, well, you know, RoboCop <laughs> was was always the the good RoboCop. It was those little automated machines that're gonna shoot you up. Right. Nice shooting takes. Um, number five. robots can self-assemble themselves. Really? Right. Yeah.
1: How can they well, do that before they're...
2: Well, they we're, have uh, they have guns robots guns. on the assembly line that assemble other robots.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Well, see, they have a mommy robot and a daddy robot, <laughs> and then they have a baby <laughs> robot, Then they do an assembly okay. like <laughs> that. And um, number four... P-A-R-O-U-K-R Parker um, That's what Jill's words
1: <laughs> Yeah <laughs>
2: oh, Wait a minute What um, about P words today? Boston Dynamics has a robot called Atlas It's lifelike It can move like we do Oh, like an android or something, huh? Right like like a C three PO kind of a parkour parkour and then Haqua uh, um, number three. <music> Robots can cook. Yay! Look out! There sir. you go, Terry. She she can hire one of them. <laughs> <laughs> A robot that could cook. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Well, they don't say much about it. Okay, number two. Uh, <laughs> uh, robots can perform surgery. Huh. We I don't know if I want to have one do that to me, but well, I guess so. I just read an article about that or something. Somebody, the doctor had told the people that, and uh, it's like, well, the robot's not going to do the surgery. It's just going to assist me.
0: That's probably like the camera.
2: Whatever surgeons tell you that, that means pretty much the assistant's going to do it and the doctors just sort to make sure they do it right. (laughs) right. It's
1: like the robot that they put in the insert to make sure they see what they're supposed to. You know, direct them to where they need to go to get whatever. That's what I'm assuming a
2: robot-assisted a doctor would be like. I need to have my spleen removed. Attach robot here. <laughs> okay, fall asleep. We got it. wake up. Spleen's out, sewed up. What do you do? Know? <laughs> Maybe it's on the end of that lint that camera that they stick up your colonoscopy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Number they have, they have a rotor to clean out all those pile huh? <laughs> Here's the, the best one right here. Number one. <music> Robots can assassinate someone.
0: Oh wow <laughs> dun, dun, dun.
2: who knew. Go figure. But that's the prime directive of robots, not to kill any people. Ah. On November 20th of 2020, in Iran, a political figure was assassinated by a military robot.
0: Hmm.
2: A country's nuclear physicist was assassinated by a robotic. Sniper rifle that was placed inside of an eagle. Wow! Inside saw- of an eagle, like the eagle pooped it out, and the robot fell down and <laughs> killed the guy. Wow! Well, it was a big statue, I guess, with an eagle and had a sniper rifle in it. <coughs> the eagle swallowed the sniper rifle, flew over the guy's house, and pooped it out. And the robot with a with a sniper rifle ran around and killed him. It. Yeah, it's not like a crazy cartoon to me. <laughs> <laughs> Or some kind of a slapstick uh, adventure movie or something, action film.
3: The story is told of a man who had a dream. He was driving down a road, and he saw a church building with demons swarming in and out the doors, on the roof, in and out the windows. He thought to himself, man, that must be an evil church to have so many demons. A little further down the road, he sees a church building with one solitary demon on the roof, sleeping. Wow, he thought, only one sleeping demon. This church must be on fire for God. As he drove further down the road, he began to realize he made a mistake. The church with all those demons must have been on fire for God, for Satan had to work so hard. The church with one sleeping demon must have been a church where the devil had them right where he wanted them. Persecution will come for the Christian. We are promised it. When everything is going our way without any difficulty whatsoever, is that really a good thing? We may want to double check just in case. Countering the culture in our quest for truth, this is Nathan Caldwell for Countershock. Check out all our other quest for truth items over at life-truth.com. Oh, man.
2: Well, Hmm. that's all the top ten, so... Yeah. Anyhow, here we go. Anchor topic will be... Uh, communications. Huh? Communicating as a blind person. Uh, I mean, clearly you communicate by speaking. Hello, there are people.
1: Do not use sign language with blind people. We're not Helen Keller. <laughs> uh,
2: well, you know, there are blind, well, deaf today, blind people. Today in history is actually when, when Sam Morris sent the first message. Oh, Morris Code. He's in Morris Code. Yeah. And, and blind people actually can't communicate by Morris Code and a lot of them do, especially those who are ham radio operators. because That's one of the first things you have to qualify <laughs> on is Morris Code. And there's a lot I don't of know people, Mars code. A lot of blind folks who are into ham radio. Our grandma used to be into C B radio. What? Break your hand nine. out there, 104, good buddy. Break it one nine
1: the
2: old rocking chair or whatever it was i don't remember
1: i don't remember either i know we would always let her know when we were getting close
2: yeah there would always be be some truckers heading down the road hey you know old rocking chair she's well no know what time we're going to be there (laughs) and then you find a trucker going ahead of you oh we're going to be there at whatever time Yep. But she had a base station that would reach way down the road
1: we don't we don't C B any of us as far as I know. C B kind of secret
2: <laughs> even amongst truckers, CB is there, but they really don't use it much. Cell phone's got better range.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, they usually <laughs> use uh, cell phone or satellite technology. Uh my youngest son is a, a trucker and he says he, he never really uses it. All only people who really use it is the old timers. And whenever you are on it, you get a lot of people cussing and swearing back and forth each other, wanting to pick fights and stuff. Like, like
1: huh.
2: and it's not what it used to be. It used to be a really helpful tool. Now it's just another way for people to scream at each other and cuss each other
1: out. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I can see that. Yeah, maybe maybe we should band together and and bring back a cleanliness and humanity off the cb radio <laughs> hey good bud let's have us a convoy yeah we, we, we could get we could develop a uh an attack robot to, to fly down their uh radio wave and, and zap them for using foul language or something yeah there's supposed to be a way the fcc is 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 able to police that and and uh, kick people off the air and find them or do something, but I, I, I don't think they even bother anymore. Right, I, mean, I was going to say,
1: CB radios are so old, they're probably like, eh, we ain't going to mess with that. We got other uh, things to worry about.
2: Yeah, but anyway, communication is for blind people. You know, radios are a good way. Uh, it's another extension of telephones. Um, you know, telephone is one-to-one communication, whereas something like a ham radio or CB radio, you, you're, you're broadcasting, you know, broadcasting hence the name is you're out there where anybody can hear you Uh, cb is pretty short range usually within a few miles where ham radio you can bounce your signal off the clouds and talk halfway around the world if you do it right
1: wow and of course there's always emails and text messages and there's lots of ways to communicate with people yeah
2: let's get a moon radio and people sometimes will say, "If you're blind, how can you read your your text message? Well, or or your email, especially on a phone, you got voiceover. Or if you have an Android, you have TalkBack, and you just use your touch gestures and you find your messages app. You open it, ta-da! There's your text. Send a voice or yep. read it voiceover. You. you just swipe to the one you want, and if it's an email, it generally will read the subject and uh, maybe a little bit of the first line or two. You double tap it, it opens up, and then you can read the whole thing. And at the bottom, there's a button. Uh, I think right now it says more, and you tap that, and you get forward or reply or delete or other options, and you can reply. And then it's already the, the two fields already filled out. It puts you right in the message area and you can start typing. And respond the thing, or dictate the response The thing I don't like is that, like for instance, um, the the ICB loves to communicate with emails. Yet they are all they could just use text messaging because they you, you go back and forth with these one or two letter word responses. Like, oh my gosh, why not just use a text message instead of an email? What time's the meeting? One thirty. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. Just, you know, use text for that. They <laughs> you know. and I understand they like to do it because then it's in writing, but so is the text message, you know? But right. And depending on how you send it through email, especially with the ICB, they sometimes will send it through an email list. So you're actually sending it to the whole group of people. A thousand people get these messages. What time's meeting? 130. Okay, thanks. Yeah, pollute my inbox. All right, <laughs> save it for the text. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can have a group list on in the text message too, but right, maybe maybe not as big as you can with email too, like you're saying. But yeah, I don't know how many you can send through group messages. I, I know there is a limit, like maybe a hundred, but I don't know. <laughs>
1: That's quite
2: a few. Well, it used to just be ten. You couldn't do any more than ten in a text message. But oh. I don't know if they've upped it any more than ten, but I don't know because, like on the holidays, sometimes you send a group message. to Everybody, hey, Merry Christmas! You send it to all your, you know, sons and daughters and parents and brothers and Happy sisters. Happy birthday to you! <laughs> Happy birthday, Jesus! It's Christmas or whatever. You attach Jesus to your list.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hope you get this email in heaven.
2: (laughs) Jesus at heaven.
1: Text message.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, hey, this will keep this uh, segment nice and short, but just some off the wall, random thoughts on communicating.
0: Maybe this time you've really stumbled onto something.
2: But I am currently looking for my. Mail.
0: Mail. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say?
2: What? Well, isn't that nice? No
0: I actually... actually any.
2: Oh, you know what? Oh, I'll, I'll, let me find this other one. I actually have one that was sent in through email. There we go. Inbox. There we go. Tsf at funny dot com. And I'm looking for a particular email that was sent in. Got a lot of junk there. Uh, If anyone's looking for an online job that could be really effective, there's some junk mail for you to read. Um, (laughs) Or uh, even a child knows how to make money. This robot is what you need. Yeah, if a child (laughs) can make money, I'd be charging rent. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. a funny story for the podcast my sweet little grandson surprised me one morning with a cup we already read this one a cup of coffee in bed he made all by himself was so proud yeah that's an old one we already read that one a long time ago oh here we go there we go hello hello Keith Terry and Jill here's a story I'd like to share with your folks on the podcast I was a daredevil and wanted to try out new things. One day, I wanted to ride my bike and see how fast it could go before it became uncontrollable. I asked my friend who owned the old Mustang if he could tie my bike to the back of his car to test my theory. My friend said, sure. So I tied my bike to the back of his car. I told him, <clears throat> I told him I would ring my bike bell once if I wanted to go faster, twice if I wanted him to maintain his speed, and repeatedly if I wanted him to slow down. With that, off we went. Things were going pretty well. My friend was going really fast. He got up to speed over 60 miles an hour. And I was handling the speed just fine. But all of a sudden, a black Corvette came up along beside the Mustang. And before he knew it, my friend had forgotten all about me and began racing the Corvette. A little further down the road sat Officer John and his police cruiser radar gun at the ready. He heard the two cars before his radar gun flashed 105 miles an hour. He called in the headquarters. On his radio, hey, you guys are not going to believe this, but there's a Corvette and a Mustang racing out here on Highway 103. And there's a guy on a bike behind him ringing his bell and trying to pass him <laughs> from Speed Racer, Indianapolis, Indiana. So there's our email. <laughs> oh, I was trying to keep up with the voice talking in my head. <laughs> Kind of hard sometimes, but eh. yeah. Do what you got to do. May I ask, what do you intend doing? Now it's time for some final thoughts to so get things rounded down here.
1: Yeah. Well, I got one real quick. Go ahead. Muffins. Spelled backwards is what you do when you take them out of the oven.
2: Muffins?
1: Muffins? Sniff spelled them, huh? backwards. That's what you do when you take them out of the oven.
2: That makes sense. Sniff yeah. them.
1: Sniff, them. Sniff them. <laughs> Yeah.
2: Ah, those muffins. (laughs) Oh, I forgot the S at the beginning.
1: At the end. Oh.
2: Muffins with the S at the end, sniffing with the S at the beginning. Yep. If coal is so bad for the environment, why don't we just burn it off? (laughs) Come (laughs) on. I want to be 14 again and ruin my life differently. <laughs> Idea. Oh, there we go. That's how it'll work out.
1: <laughs> I don't like hanging out with Rapunzel. Our stuff always gets tangled.
2: Her what, gets tangled, her stuff.
1: Our stuff always gets tangled. Oh, because oh. Rapunzel has the long hair. The long
2: hair. All those tangles and snags, like climbing you know? with a, uh, knots on a rope ladder or something. Well, eh. <laughs> snarly. I remember a cartoon from Mad Magazine a long time ago. And it showed Rapunzel up in the tower and the prince down below. And then it close up on the prince, and you see two strands of golden hair going bloop, bloop. Fall down for him to climb up. And you see him climbing up the tower. He gets to the top, and Rapunzel still has her hands up when you're fixing her hair. And it was her armpit hair at the film. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long time ago for a Mad Magazine. Anyway, I got a final thought here though. Um, how many politicians does it take to screw in a light bulb? Seven. One to promote the project to the public and to Congress. One to write the bill and bring it to Congress. One to approve the bill once it's been brought up. One to secure zoning rights once the bill's passed. One to allocate the necessary funds for the budget. One to hire the labor for the final budget to And one to screw the light bulb into the door handle. <laughs> Politics. <laughs> <laughs> I had a dream last night that I was floating. In an orange ocean, but it was just a fantasy to (laughs) see Fanta orange. The sea of Fanta.
1: I have another Disney one here. Try not to mention anything to Pinocchio, he'll just stick his nose in it.
2: Yeah. Well, it depends on what you stick his nose into. There's a fire <laughs> over there, Pinocchio. Go check it out. Well, I just found out that arg is not a real word. I can't even express how angry I am at this. <laughs> Did you know that cows can't tell a joke? They have a dry sense of humor. (laughs) Of course they do, yeah. Well, I don't have any more. Do you have any, (laughs) Jill?
1: No, I'm done.
2: (laughs) I have no more. How about Terry? He got a late start on us here. I have one more. My career plans were much more exciting when I was five. <laughs> when you were five. <laughs> yeah, Superman, airplane pilot, cowboy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, astronaut, movie star, singer.
2: Yeah, you could be a princess or something.
1: Dancer. <laughs> oh, that's
2: uh, a minute. Interesting. I got one more. Sure. Sure. A Native American definition of a vegetarian. A poor hunter. Yep. <laughs> I can't hunt. Oh, I like this vegetable. It's roots and berries. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to shoot my arrow. Poor hunter. Wow. Well. <laughs> Ugh. With uh, all of that fun oh, and hilarity oh, 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 over with. I got with. one
0: more.
2: I got one more. <laughs> Terry will squeeze it one more before we close out. A thesaurus is the smartest of all the dinosaurs. <laughs> A <thesaurusist.
1: laughs> He knows all the words, at least.
2: <laughs> all those paleontology words we said earlier yeah. mm-hmm. that's all I got I don't have no more yeah. yeah so here's how we wind up the show and put a final touch to it and say thanks for listening everyone check us out on your favorite podcast directory leave us a rating and review check out the website that sounds funny.com. leave us a comment on the comment page on any of the show notes send us your funny stories send us some funny words your funny word list well, something to add to our random section. Anything you want to talk about, ask about, or tell us about. To those And to those people out there from Amazon and AARP and Charter who listen to our show, hey, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, and hopefully you keep on listening, and if you like the show, yay! If you don't like the show, tell a friend about us, <laughs> or tell anything about us and torture them. <laughs> I think we had some more <laughs> extra listeners, didn't we? That hoo we're holding That's there, that. we're holding steady. Whoa, well, welcome all you
1: new people. Hope you enjoy this. We're going to this go. up and wrap it with a bow. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Anyway, that's all we got. So thanks for listening. See you next week. This is your signing off. That
3: sounds funny. TSF at that sounds funny. Dot com.
1: Bye.
2: Tune in next week. Somebody'll <laughs> say something. I'm going to find the right. Button. It might be Father's Day coming. Oh, no, Memorial Day coming.